My man, how you doing, brother? Man, everything is going great on my end. What's going on with you? Man, it's another day. We lost today. <laughs> <laughs> we lost today, but, you know, that was expected. So it's not like, uh, you know, one of them games he's going in. Like, oh, he's going to win and we lost. So, But it was a bad loss. It was a bad loss. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a very bad loss. So we're going to speak upon that to all our viewers. This is the Detroit, Li- Detroit Lions season. The podcast. The podcast. Uh, yeah, man. Check us out. We're doing really good, man. We, we, our ratings is going up dramatically. But uh, just wanted to talk about the game today. Uh, I, I know you said you didn't get a chance to see it. We spoke earlier. but And I understand. But what was your reviews on it as far as just the overall game from from hearing about it, watching highlights, things of that nature? Uh, from what I just heard and the couple of plays that I did, like, you know, click in on and watch. It just it was just bad bad football. Um all the way around from the coaching standpoint, energy level, the morale, um, all of that morale, you know, that was supposedly there, you know, the first two weeks when Bob Quinn and Patricia was fired, is gone. You know, all of that, you know, joy. You know, those guys out there, they look like, look, we just trying to get through these two weeks, get my last, you know, get my last checks and bounce. I see. Have a nice, have a nice uh, uh, rest of the winter and spring. Yeah. And, and I'm gonna go home right. with my family. See, you know, visit my family. I haven't seen them. I don't have to go through um, COVID protocols. You know, none of that crap. And you know, I'm done. I'm, I'm. You know, most likely. They're all going to be cut. I mean, <laughs> most of those guys' contracts is going to be cut, you know? And, and they know it. And, and, and looking like today, I seen, I watched the game, and I, I seen the guys. I know we were, this coaching staff was was decimated because of the COVID-19 protocol. But it was just, you could tell, I think that firing got to a lot of guys, man. I think they just was just like, man, what? What's there to play for? It's like yeah, a lot of the players. You heard them. Yeah. You know, Jack Fox. He said that was, you know, the best coach that I, excuse me, that I had ever had. And you know, they just, you know, they just kind of fired him. That I, I I seen that yesterday, and it hurt me. That one hurt me. And all the stuff I've been seeing throughout the year with the Lions, because Jack Fox is a, is the guy that yeah. if anything. He's been playing his heart and soul out for us. You know He's what I mean? the main bright spot. He he lit him and Swift and TJ Hawkinson out in, in the offensive line are the lone bright spot to this team. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure. I'll have to check. I don't know what kind of deal or, deal or contract Jack Fox is on. So if he's only on a one-year deal and you just fired his favorite coach, the coach that Made him number one in the league at doing what he does. He probably he, he probably will say, "Hey, yeah, you know what? Screw Detroit. I'm yeah. going wherever my coach going." Yep. Either or either, either y'all gonna cash me out, pay me excess amount of money, or yeah. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go yeah. follow uh, Combs or go somewhere else where they treat their coaches good. And you it's know? sad that it's sad that uh, you know it seemed like every good piece that the Lions come across, they don't blossom until they go elsewhere. So it's really sad if we don't, if we're not able to retain him. I think it's sad that we were at least not able to retain Coombs 
you know, long enough for the new GM to, um, you know, get his get a feel for him and see if he wanted to keep him around. You know, um, I'm sure most of the coaches know, like, hey, I'm I'm pretty much out of here, you know. Anyway, but I think even Bevel knows, like, I'm out of here because you know, like I said, I'm far from being a GM. Me and you both, like, we couch GMs. That's what they call right. it. Right, couch but GMs. Couch GMs, but we got insight. And I'm going to let you know that if, for, if for, for some instance, if I did have to come across and went for the GM, uh, for the Lions job, Combs would have been one of the guys that I would have got rid of everybody, and Combs would have been the guy that have been like, yo, what can I do to get you to stay? What Exactly. You know, and that's, that's what I was saying. You know, it would have been a good idea to keep him around because he he would have been one less thing, even if the new GM wasn't going to promote him to like a different type of position, he he still could have been at like at least well, I know this guy I'm going to have at least a top ten special teams. You know I can keep this guy around and then I can focus on, you know the draft or you know that, finding, you know, right. stuff like that because it's hard. It is especially when you get when you get hired your first year as a GM. Especially I remember. Bob Quinn saying that, you know, he when he first got hired, you know, he was spending a lot of time really trying to get used to the, the flow of things and he didn't really have time in the first year's draft. I mean, he you know, he got he drafted Taylor Decker, which is, I think was a smart it was a, a safe pick. Right. But um he remember he that was when he took uh the the, the, the punter in the sixth round. It was like, bro, we needed a running back. You know, so he didn't even have time to really get a feel in a draft. Mm. Mm. True. True. And, and, and just to comment more on today's game, I watched the first half. I, I couldn't stomach the second half. Uh, I didn't even see a lot of guys getting developed, you know, any kind of any, – any bright spots with some of the young guys. And, and that's, what I, that's what I thought would have happened. You know, I wanted to see uh, the youngest Aquara brother, you know. Um, you know, I would – you know, it's a couple of those guys that – those young guys that, you know, and Quinn was – you know, I hate to say it again, but Quinn was, you know, notorious for drafting hurt guys. You know, a lot of the players that he drafted never was able to play day one. Um, you know, so seeing Julian O'Quara, you know, because his brother looked like he's a guy that you want to keep around. Right, But he right. probably want to go to a team now where they're competing. Right, right, right. If he if he did that this year, on this type of defense where literally he would have no help, he could go to a defense like the Bears next year, and and, and destroy. It's gonna be some changes, brother, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised. And you keep noting this, but you haven't said it outright. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of players are just like, "Yo, get me out of here. I don't want to be out. here." I, they they don't want to. I mean, come 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 on, man. You don't want to – that's just like you, you know, us as regular human beings. You know, when you get up and go to your job, you don't want to be somewhere where it's like, damn, I know I'm going in here. I'm probably going to have a bad day. And I got four more days left. Right. It's like nobody wants to do that every morning. Who wants to get up every – that's why I commend Stafford because I wouldn't want to get up morning after morning, Sunday after Sunday, and lose, 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 lose. Right. And, and, you know, like I, for this game, I actually tuned in. I actually wouldn't have watched it, but I, I, I did tune in initially because I wanted to see number nine get out there and, and, and ball because I, I got a feeling that this time is coming to an end. 
and it mm. actually came to an end pretty quick today. And we'll uh, talk about that. What on the next on the next, on the next on, section, on, right? Yeah, we're gonna lead right into that, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you know, like just to wrap it up for for this game right here, uh, it was just an embarrassment. Um, what was the score? Forty-seven to twenty-seven? Nah, forty-seven to seven. Yeah, oh yeah, my bad. Forty-seven to seven. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, and the only I mean, touchdown that we had was off a, a punt return. Jamal Agnew. Yeah. And 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 personally, and I want to say this now so everybody can hear it. I personally don't want to see Jamal Agnew in a Detroit Lions jersey next year. <laughs> um, I want him out because um, he's not good at for any. I mean, yeah, he got us a touchdown today, but it only happens like every other seven games. Like you got to wait seven games for him to really get a good, you know. And I think it probably was because the Bucks probably had like given up. Probably. They 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 put their guard down at the end. They could have easily put up a seventy piece on us. But that's that's what I was saying. I'm like they this game because he had what four hundred yards uh, in the first half. Yeah, they, they, it, it was bad, brother. But you know, like I said, I don't want to. It, it it it's it's coming to an end, and we all should be happy, and we all have to keep an optimistic mind frame on what's yep, next. On what's next? Yep. Be optimistic, but. Until then, we're going to be right back. We're going to hit y'all with another segment uh, about maybe Matthew Stafford's last game. Let's do it, man. Appreciate y'all, man. The Detroit Lions season, the podcast, man. Appreciate y'all. All right. Peace.